When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jessie Mae. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. How was your week? Did you miss me? You know you did. Don't deny it. I'm excited for this week. I'm going to sit down and chat with you guys. I'm going to talk about my RV vacation. That's right, y'all. I got all white trash and fancy. I'm going to talk about hosting the Stripper Awards in Las Vegas and how I crashed my car. All that's coming up and I'm very excited to um, announce my new sharp tongue podcast intro that's right i had a custom made sharp tongue podcast intro done by ryan from the tinfoil hat podcast shout out to those guys shout out to sam tripoli for hooking me up with ryan and for ryan for uh dropping this really amazing intro that he created himself super talented generous guys he also gave me a succulent which is a very rare and unique gift to give a woman It's a very platonic gift. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you. I appreciate your succulent. And even more so, my really dope new intro. Pow! Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Mae Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. Talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Ooh, she's fancy. Fancy, fancy. I love it. And uh, he made me, Ryan made me a couple intros and outros for my Hilarious podcast as well, which we're going to be recording season two soon. Probably going to add a couple more episodes to season one. I'm doing a thousand things. I'm a master of none. (laughs) Uh, Before we get too deep into this podcast, I need a fucking beer. That just went everywhere. Um, I'm realizing uh, that I am a beautiful disaster. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was called that by my man, and he's 100% right. I do things beautifully, but not without being completely disastrous. So much has happened since I last spoke to you guys. I am back in L.A. after my world fucking tour. I mean, I was all over, all over these states. I've been to Omaha, Arkansas, Nebraska. I mean, I've just been to everywhere. I've been to, I've been gone, first of all, from July, from July, end of July until yesterday. So almost two months. Actually, yeah, just a week shy of being gone for two months. I had such an amazing time. I was in Kansas, and then I went to Connecticut for some shows, and then I was in Beirut, Lebanon. What the fuck? Yeah, Beirut, Lebanon. I was in Philly. I came back to LA. I filmed a little bit, and then I was in 
Arizona. Uh, I, f- I was in Arizona at the House of Comedy. I was at the Punchline in Philly. I was at a couple breweries in Connecticut. I filmed a movie for Steve Byrne called The Opening Act. I filmed a scene in that movie. Uh, came back to L.A., did an audition for a new series, and we, we got the pilot presentation. We're shooting that soon. Um, where the hell else have I been? I was in Omaha, the Funny Bone in Omaha. Shout out to Omaha. Colleen, my girl at the Omaha Funny Bone. Such a fun weekend. Uh, I was in, I took a week off. I chilled in an RV, y'all. I chilled in a motherfucking RV. Yes, I did. I'm a grown-ass woman. You haven't lived life. I haven't even sipped my beer. Hold on. What am I drinking here? Ooh, this is delicious. Green Flash. Sea to Sea Lager. It says Zickwell Lager. Taste Enlightenment. Oh, God, I hope there's not weed in this. Is there weed in this? Because I can't handle drinking, ingesting marijuana other than just smoking it. Sea uh, to Sea Lager. Taste Enlightenment. Unfiltered and crisp. Well, it, it says Green Flash, though. I feel like this is a marijuana drink. Well, we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Ah, we'll see what happens with this. I, I feel like they should have like, there's no sign. Like there's, it says green flat. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it because Lord knows by the time I'm done drinking this, this podcast is seven hours long. And, uh, I, I just don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> green flash IPA. Let's see what they say on the internet. West Coast Brewing Company. There's definitely marijuana in this. Overall, a menagerie of hops is layered throughout the brewing process. Simcoe for the unique fruitiness and grapefruit zest. Columbus for strong hop pungency. Do people really write this? It's just a beer. Do you guys really get into, even with marijuana, like the the descriptions, it's like, all right, is it going to get me drunk and forget that my dad left when I was nine? That's the main point of all this. <laughs> My dad, I mean, that wasn't my story, but that's so many people's story. This is C to C lager. So I'm going to guess there's not, uh, (laughs) there's not marijuana in it. If you guys could see this logo, it legit looks like, uh, it looks like a tincture. It looks like a THC drink. So I guess it's not. Yeah. Okay. Our San Diego roots, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know why I have this beer in my fridge. I don't know where the hell it came from. All right. Well, I guess we're going to drink it. We'll just figure it out at the end. I just got back from Vegas. So much has happened. So I I was in an RV for a weekend, just living my best life. If you haven't RV'd, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Josh Wolf hit me up and was like, me and the wife are thinking about taking off in an RV. What do you think? Josh, do it. I texted him. I sent him a voice note. I fucking called him. I was raving about it. It's so much fun. And I joke about it being a white trash vacation. It isn't and it isn't. Because RVs can be so expensive. You can find like the smallest RV for like 120 grand. That ain't no white trash vacation. Unless you're Kid Rock. Unless you're rich white trash, okay? Unless you're like, you know, Eminem or Kid Rock. (laughs) You can get fancy in an RV, man. It's just like, there's something about having less and it feeling like you have everything you need. You know, you got this like, 
cute little fancy hotel meals on wheels situation. Everything you need, refrigerator. Yo, we had a toaster, motherfuckers. Yes, we had a toaster. We were toasting toast on that son of a bitch. Coast to coast in the salt toast. Yes, that is right. Fancy. We had a rug set up with chairs and lights, a hammock. Yo, a hammock? There's something about laying in a hammock with a beer. And we were on a lake as well. Wakanda Lake in Kansas. There's something about a lake in the background with a beer in your hand and you're chilling in a hammock that feels so goddamn right. It feels so, so right that you can't imagine any other place to be. That's when you know it's a good vacation or a good experience. When you're not thinking about anything else. When you're not wanting, wishing, hoping, yearning, uh, feeling just like you need more. I think that's when you really know you're at peace. When your mind isn't searching for more stuff and you're not thinking about what you don't have because you realize you got everything you need to begin with. Um, and I see a green flash. I still think there's marijuana. Why would they say <laughs> unfiltered and taste enlightenment? See, I think of enlightenment and I see this green flash and I'm like, everything is going to be a green flash after this shit kicks in. Oh, well. But just really just chilling in a hammock under the stars? Yo, it's, it's ironic that we've evolved from cavemen into this quote-unquote civilized society with technology, with plumbing, electrical, you know, all the systems, all the little subsystems that make up a city, you know, your sanitation, your health systems, your, your municipal, all those municipal jobs that make up the inner workings of a city. You get all that, you get all that, and you're in a society, and you got your car, and your cell phone, and your computer, and the place you go to feel whole is completely stripped of all of that. It's almost like going back to our caveman waves, waves, ways, puts us in a place of ease and peace. That's just my, that's my opinion on what a real vacation and really unwinding and unplugging, like how important that can be. We, we're constantly filled with stimuli. There's lights and sounds and farts, like just not even like human farts, just like earth farts and like industrial farts and just the noises and smells that, accompany a civilized society is gross y'all it's nasty you ever been to new york city in the summer oh, it's the best city in the world i lived there for 10 years fuck that fuck that fuck that new york city pride oh it's the greatest city you know what i will say you can get a grilled cheese 24 7 that that's tough to beat and a delicious grilled cheese but the bum piss smell in the summer no Absolutely not. You literally walk through smells and you're like, did, did someone just smack me in the face? You can feel the smells slide by your skin, almost like water around a rock, except you know what's going right into your body. <laughs> Listen, if you can smell it, that means particles are going into your system, y'all. It's real. It's going to get real. So like, you know, I, I, I love cities. I like, you know, I live in LA and that's a big city and there's always people around and that's great. There's conveniences to that. But the reality is the, not, I don't want to say damage, but essentially the effect that living, on a, living in a city has on your body is unseen. 
it's unseen because it's there's internal turmoil that is a result of living in a place where there's constant stimuli. So it's important to take your fucking fancy RV white trash vacations. <laughs> so fancy. I felt like, honestly, no matter how glammed up I get and I am putting these amazing wardrobes for these shows that I shoot and, you know, all these amazing experiences I have, deep down inside, I'm a small town girl. Even though I come from Syracuse, New York, and that's not a small town, my, my like, essence, get me dirty, not too dirty. I need to be able to clean under my fingernails. I can't have dirt under my fingernails for, like, too long. But, like, get me dirty. Find me a lake. I do like the ocean as well, but, like, there's creatures in the ocean that I can't deal with, like, sleepy, slippery, slimy things that go under my feet and, like, motherfuckers who got, like, stingray that's going to stab me in my shins. No. Like, I'd rather take, like, you know, a catfish over a stingray. But give me a lake, just some beers, a fire, all my dogs, my dude, marijuana. Like, ooh, I'm whole again. I am recharged. You know, like just live in that like fancy, you know, like just white trash. (laughs) It is not white trash. I just say that because it's such an easy joke, but it is like it's fancy on another level. It's just like being unattached to worldly possessions sets your soul free, man. Just unplug, turn your phone off. Even though I did have my phone off, uh, my phone on the whole time, and I even had a like hot spot on my dude's phone because I was just like, "Yo, I gotta make sure I get this post up." <laughs> I didn't completely. I wasn't off the grid, y'all, because I am a businesswoman and I do want to deliver y'all content. But you know, it was as off the grid as I could get in this in my current situation, <laughs> in the current career climate. Okay. I also have a very fancy water right now that I have slices of Kansas farm fresh cucumbers from kansas hello i'm gonna make this cucumber my boyfriend this thing legit is like 10 inches long and about two and a half inches thick perfect delicious cucumber water who am i who am i am i rv vacation in my cucumber water am i kid rock yeah i am you bet your bottom dollar i am I had such an amazing time and it's so funny because like driving around kansas like a little i was legit in a small town people Everybody says hi to everybody. Everybody says hi to everybody in towns like that. And it's a little jarring as somebody who's lived in New York City for like 10 years. I'm living in L.A. now. You know, I'm from Syracuse, New York, a little bit scrappy, you know, a little hood, got a little ghetto in me, but all that. Like, it's still a little jarring to have like strangers say hello and be just genuinely nice. Like in Kansas, when you drive past a car, they just throw up their fingers and like say hello. You know, they say hi, but like, you know, in New York City, everyone says hello differently. It's with a middle finger. And that's the difference. (laughs) That's the major difference between those two freaking places. And like after Kansas, you know, I had to go. I just got back, excuse me, yesterday from Vegas. I was hosting the 2018, everybody sit in your seats, Exotic Dancers Award Show. What did she just say? Yes. 2018 Exotic Dancers Award Show. It was at the Hard Rock Casino at the Joint, which is such an amazing rock venue. It was like 1,200 people, all club owners. You're like, what are the stri- what are the exotic stripper awards? Yes, it's an award show for strippers. Um, probably the best of the best in the country. And also the club owners, the general managers, the DJs coming to the stage all the way from... 
Syracuse, New York, Daiquiri. That's right. I did a routine, y'all. I didn't strip, but I had a ribbon routine. One of the strippers had a ribbon and did like a floor ensemble situation. And I was like, somebody get me the ribbon. (laughs) So when I went out, you can look at my Instagram right now. The video is there of me doing a ribbon routine a la Will Ferrell from old school to the beat of my neck, my back, my pussy and my crack by Queen Kia. Uh, I tried to tag her in it, but apparently her Instagram has been deleted. So I was very sad that she couldn't see what I did with her song. But the award show was amazing. It was all these club owners, like so many self-tanner, white hair, like gelled. Like everyone looked fresh and crisp with pinky rings. And I have never had so many people come up to me after a show wanting to book me. All at strip clubs. There's no shame in my game. You better believe 2018, I'm going on a Broken Dreams strip club tour Get your tickets soon. I'm going to be performing in strip clubs across the country (laughs) with Chris McClure, my comedy writing partner, and my comedy brother, Marty Caproni, because I'm going to need some some security. I probably will become a stripper by the end of it. No, I can't. I can't. There's a Syracuse coming out. I can't. I wouldn't do that, but, you know, it was... It was so much fun. Like, the award show was so much fun. I did a couple different sets. I, I roasted a few of the guys in the audience. Shout out to Timmy with a pinky ring. How you doing, buddy? You doing okay? I it just, it was such a new experience. I didn't know what to expect. Much like the Kid Rock Cruise, you know? Some of these gigs that you get as a comedian... They're not straight cut comedy clubs. It, you know, it's not like every place you play is a two drink minimum and you got an hour and a half show host feature and then I go on clean cut, nice little box presentation of a show. Sometimes you go on the Kid Rocks, the Kid Rock Cruise, chilling the most, Niner, and you got to do a bar that's literally like in with a hallway behind it, people walking by. You know, you got Kid Rock and his lovely fiance Audrey in the crowd chilling the most and you know it and then you go from that to hosting strippers on a pole like literally there were strip poles on stage i stripped well i didn't take my clothes off but i hurt my coochie on the pole for sure i definitely got crotch burn from riding down that pole there is skill there is skill listen there's like strippers and then there's like exotic dancers these girls were built like fucking linebackers like i didn't feel insecure as a woman i'm i'm that's not that's not my MO anyways. I'm, I'm pretty secure. I have insecurities and flaws and all that shit. I just don't dwell on them. But I'm not that woman that feels insecure by other women's beauty. It's empowering to me. But I will say there is something to be said about a woman who's got the, uh, traps like Vin Diesel uh, doing sexy twerking movements in the air off of a pole that's just mounted on the floor. There's something that does something to me. I, I wanted to stop eating grilled cheeses and do some more squats. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I wanted to improve my ass muscle. That's for sure. It it motivated my booty, my booty goals. But on the way to Vegas, I'm such a fucking idiot. On the way to Vegas, I stopped at a rest stop and I parked my car straight ahead. You know when you like pull up in a gas station, there's like a convenience store and they have all the parking spots that come straight out and you walk right through the door. So I parked in one of those spots and I came back to my car and as I pulled out, there, I didn't see, there was this weird rock, like, 
parking lot decor? Who the fuck p- puts a boulder in the middle of the parking lot as decor? We're coming here to get gas and, and coffee and take a shit in your bathrooms. That's all we're doing. We're tired. We're on the road. We don't need rock decors. We don't need any decor in your parking lot. Keep shit clear. We're on the road. So I pull out. I don't see the rock decor that was protruding next to my spot. And I crash right into it with my Range Rover Evoque. I know all of you right now are going, oh, son of a bitch. So I, I'm like, oh, my God, I just ran over a toddler. <laughs> and then I drove off. No, I was like, ah, oh. and I'm like two hours outside of Las Vegas. Like I'm on my way to go to Vegas to work. And I pull the car over and it's leaking. I fucked up my bumper, cracked the bottom of my bumper. Luckily, there's not any body damage like on the actual, you know, frame, uh, the outside of the car. But I fucked up my bunker and there, the, my bunker, my bumper, and there was leaking from underneath. Anytime something's leaking, I was just like, please don't be the antifreeze, please, because I'm gonna be stuck in like some tow truck with some overweight son of a bitch that smells like baloney and, he, and he's gonna wanna decapitate me. Please don't let this happen. <laughs> so it turned out just to be my washer fluid reservoir. But all of that, all that just because I couldn't look and see the stupid rock. I, I just, I, I, you know, I couldn't pay attention sometimes like, you know, you just, you're not looking at your surroundings and that's why you think back to your parents being like, be careful. Yeah, bitch, be careful. Mine, especially when you're driving a Range Rover, it'd be one thing if I had like one of my old clunker cars that my dad and I used to get back in the day. You know, my dad used to get like, literally we went through like 10 piece of shit cars. They just were like all sorts of old, old smobiles, old, you know, just like crappy cars, like cutlass Supremes, just anything that literally was on its last leg. My dad would be like, yeah, I'll take two of those. My dad would go to like mechanics and just get their old shitty cars. And we would literally drive them into the dirt just until they were on like just, just two little slivers of rubber were left on the, on the, (laughs) on the wheels. And so when you have like a nicer car, take care of it. Look around, check your surroundings. Make sure there's no weird parking lot protrusions in the form of a boulder that you're going to crash into because it's just a goddamn inconvenience. And it's a lease, which, yeah, it's okay. You know, a lot of shit's covered, but still like, ah. Uh, so I had some dude sh- drill into it, put like a twist tie so the bumper wouldn't fly off on my way to Vegas. I'm like, I just got to get to Vegas. As long, I don't care. I don't need the washer fluid. I let that shit run out. I put a twist tie in that son of a bitch. Look, I'm hardcore. I just got done RVing. You think this is going to put a bump in my plans? I had to go host the stripper awards. So cut to me today trying to get it dealt with in L.A. First of all, driving around L.A. I, the moment I got back and I was sitting in traffic, my soul sh- just shriveled up. You know, I just saw my whole life ahead of me. I'm like, oh my God, I need to live on, I need to like live near a lake. That's what I need to live. I need to live near a lake with llamas and horses and dogs and just travel back and forth from that. That's the, that's the life I'm going towards. <laughs> Cause while I do love chasing the dream and I will always chase the dream and work hard and, and put stuff out and create where I live, where I live needs to feed my soul and so that's the one thing I learned about myself on this whole trip is that, you know, what's most important to me is my soul. My soul is my most important carry on in this life. And so I got back and I just felt the traffic, the traffic of LA. I'm like, oh, so I had to cruise around all damn day trying to get my car fixed. I went to the land, the Land Rover body shop 
to get it fixed. You would think you, you got a Range Rover. Yeah. The Range Rover body shop will fix it. He was like, no, we outsource it. What? You even outsource the, your own vehicles. I got it from you. I got it. I had to go to some other shop. He's like, you got to go to the golden, the golden pony. I'm like, I think I just got back from the golden pony. That's not, are you sending me to another strip club? And it's probably going to cost me a golden pony to get this son of a bitch fixed. So I just left. I left and I came back and I podcast for you guys because I was like, I can't do this anymore. Four, four or five hours driving around trying to get this car fixed. Didn't get one solution. Didn't get one answer. I did call Nationwide. Hopefully those motherfuckers are on my side. God, I'm swearing a lot today. Cut it out. Cut out. Stop. Stop it with the death bombs. Will you stop it? There were all those signs, um, like those, I told you guys about them, the 555, 855 for truth, all those like religious signs on the highway, like on my way from between Kansas and Vegas, which is so hilarious because like, I mean, let's be honest, the more you repress things, the more you want to go to Vegas. (laughs) That's why Vegas exists. People just repressing things and, and feeding their addictions. And then the rest of the world that can, you know, have fun without losing a house and a family. But there's all these like signs, eight, five, five, four truth. And there was one that was like so shocking. It said, so it's all these like religious signs on the side of the highway and they want you to call their number so you can talk to people about Jesus. And there's one sign that said, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? Motherfucker. I'm just trying to get my car fixed. I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to get to my gig in Vegas. Now I got to worry about now I got to worry about where I'm going to spend eternity. You know, I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to live for the next five years. (laughs) I mean, eternity, that's a long time. Who wants, so when does that become the thing? Like who, y'all want to live forever? Is that, is that like a thing? Like you guys want to, after this, you want to keep going? You don't, like, you got to admit, even the best sex, you kind of want it to end at some point. You know, like end points are kind of important for perspective, don't you think? And so if this ride just keeps on going after we're done with this body vessel that we've been given, like, we're just going to keep going? That's it? We just, like, we're not going to have any perspective? Like, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to this? You know, if I die today, where will you spend eternity? I mean, I just, I haven't thought that far. Why do I also have to cons- worry about that? You know why? Because when you're afraid and fearful, people can make money off of you. That's like the source of all marketing, fear and desire. That's it. Do you want to live forever? Well, if you die today, where's that going to be? There's fear and desire right in that. They've tapped into your most basic human emotions. I almost drove off the highway just thinking about it. I'm like, shit, where the hell am I going to spend eternity? I know my mom's not going to deal with me. She doesn't even want me to stay at her house for a weekend. (laughs) Just kidding, Nance. I know you love me. You love me so much. We go to Marshall's together and we drink boxed wine and we hang out in your ghetto. Don't deny it. You love me so much. You would love, my mom would love to spend eternity with me. But then like also in this eternity equation, who else is there? Like who's, who's, who's going to be, who else is in eternity with, is it just everybody? Is it one room? Is it just a room? Like where is there one eternity location or is it like, is it like a, like a forest with just mystical creatures? I'm so perplexed by this idea. Like, you know, I feel like I need to call these people again 
and just figure it out. My phone right now is, is, um, backing up. Otherwise I could call them right this second, but I'm, I'm going to do that next week. I mentioned it before. I'm definitely going to call those fuckers next week and ask them about this eternity situation. You know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very perplexing. Like, uh, have you guys thought about this? You know, I'm kind of in a panic mode now. It's like, do I need to, do I need to bring anything? What do you bring to eternity? Like if, if you die and then, you know, your soul, you're just left with your soul. Are you just naked in your soul? Like you just walking around naked. Are you in the clothes that you died in? And if you're in the clothes that you died in, how is that possible? Cause they take them right off your body. They're not, you know, they're, they're not keeping you in those clothes. Are you in the, are you in the outfit that you're buried in? What if you don't get buried? What if you get cremated? Are you just ashes? <laughs> there's so many, you know what I mean? Like there's just so many questions I have about this whole eternity paradox. And, you know, like, do I need to make a reservation? <laughs> I really wish my phone wasn't backing up right now so that I could call these people right now because I'm dying to know. Literally. <laughs> dying to know where I'm going to spend eternity. Like what are there levels of the eternity? Like, is there like, you know, like, you know how there's like levels to like, even just gym memberships. Like you want the premium, the gold or like the platinum. Like, is it the same thing in eternity? Like what if I'm, you know, what if I died on an RV vacation, like living my best white trash life? Would I get a less, premium eternity experience because of how I was living my life? Like, or like, will I be in the same eternity as like Kim Kardashian? Not that she's like elite or anything, but you know, they're very fancy people with all their money and their Juvederm. They're living a very fancy, you know, elite bougie lifestyle. Like, do I get the same eternity as them? I can't imagine. I feel like they probably, their eternity is much fancier, much fancier. Maybe not. Maybe because they've, you know, totally, just defaced and ruined their godly bodies. Maybe they don't get the fancy eternity. Maybe I get the fancy eternity and they don't because you know, they've, they've just altered what God gave them. You know, God's gonna be like, no, you, you're not allowed an eternity because your face is different from my face that I gave you. You changed the face that I gave you. So you obviously don't think I know how to make a face. I bet you God would be real petty about it. Like, no. Oh, you want to change what I made, bitch? My, what I gave you wasn't good enough? You can go to the less fancy eternity down the hall with Mickey Rourke. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that less fancy eternity. And like, do I get the same eternity as Oprah? There's no way, right? Like, where's Mother Teresa? What eternity is she in? She's got to be in the best one right? The best one. What if like, what if mother Teresa, what if that was all, it was just a total farce and a total facade. And like, we found her like internet history and it just was all this, like, just, you know, just gang bang, just like this midget porn, just craziness. And and she's in like the shittiest eternity right now, (laughs) but no, she's probably in the best. Like she's just in like a fluffy eternity. (laughs) I think this was marijuana beer. I think she's probably in this like fancy, fluffy eternity. And, and like, who else is there with her? Like, where's David Bowie? What about Biggie Smalls and Tupac? Are they in like a hood eternity? Are they in like, you know, like a Compton 
eternity? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> it's just, I have so many questions for these people. I'm so mad. My phone has another hour to back up. I have to replace my phone because I've, because Apple wants you to spend a thousand dollars every year on a new phone because you need this and you need that. Oh, oh, people, please. If there's anything you can take from any just garbage that I've said today, whatever diarrhea I've spilled out, find a place where you can get as close to your original being as possible. And by that, I mean away from worldly possessions, cell phones, people, buildings, just environmental pollution, verbal pollution, people pollution, societal pollution. Get away from that and just find your inner self. Find some quiet. (laughs) That was a little burp. (laughs) It really, it's, it's, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to just be in a place and with people who accept you at your bare minimum and your bare self with your just bare face. You know what I'm saying? Just titties flopping, no makeup, and still living your best cute RV life. (laughs) Oh, I've got a bowl right here. Hold on. All right. Well, now this definitely is a marijuana beer. Hold on. Oh, I got matches. This is real budget. Wait a second. Hold on. All right. Well, I almost caught on fire. Am I, you know, when I crashed into the rock, I called my manager, Chris, Chris Mazzilli, who owns Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Go check it out. Tell him I sent you. Chris Mazzilli, I've known him for ever since I started comedy, so over 10 years. Uh, I mean, I'm going into my 15th year doing comedy. Holy hell. Where does the time go? It doesn't go anywhere. We're at a standstill. Time is just something man created to understand, you know, everything, to understand life and existence and space and time. And time isn't real. So how about that? Think about that for a second. <laughs> I told Chris that I crashed because he's a car guy as well. Chris is a total car dude. And he's like, were you, were you high? Yeah. He's, he just assumes. He's like, oh, were you, were you smoking the, the devil's lettuce? Were you on the jazz cabbage? <laughs> and I was like, no, I wasn't. And he's like, well, were you drinking? I said, no. How, why is it got to be my, you know, sometimes rocks are rude. <laughs> sometimes rocks are really rude. And then I was like, Chris, yeah, well, if you die today, where are you going to spend eternity? Have you thought about that? (laughs) That's what you guys should say to people to stop them in their tracks. Religious or not, you're going to think about it. Because the reality is we don't know what's beyond this physical life. We don't know what happens after we leave our physical vessels that our souls are occupying in this life. We don't know what's beyond. There could be eternity. And what if, you know, if you do well, maybe you have a good eternity. But if you don't, you're stuck with Mickey Rorick. Is that something you really want to play around with? I don't think so. So next time someone's pissing you off and you don't have a comeback, just ask them that. Yeah? And if you die today, where are you going to spend eternity? Huh, Stacy? <laughs> As I sip on my farm fresh Kansas cucumber water, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to call 855-4TRUTH next week. Now, if you guys want to call them and ask this question, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? Please DM me what the responses are. I would love to hear what they tell you. 
Um, just even, you know, without giving away that we're, we're not making fun. We're just, we just want some answers. <laughs> it's 855-4-TRUTH, F-O-R-TRUTH. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what it is. Yeah, is that, that, just you'll Google it. You'll find it. The, the religious billboards are all over Utah. There, some of them are actually in Kansas as well. But it's, it's just ask that question and, and let me know what kind of answers you get. I'm going to call them next week. That's going to be my episode next week. I'm going to call them and get some real fucking answers. But I want to know if you guys get anything as well. And just the next time some, someone bothers you, you know, your boss. What a good response to your boss, huh? Yeah, Donald? Yeah, well, if you die today, where will you spend eternity? Have you thought about that, Don? Huh, Donnie boy? <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. That is so, so much fun. I, well, I'm glad you guys tuned in for a little bit. I hope you missed me. I missed you. I was getting back to my roots. I feel good. I feel I, I have a new perspective on life because now, you know, I know I have to live a certain way if I want to land in eternity in a fancy, fancy fashion. So that's just what I'm going to focus on for the next week and what I can do to make sure that I'm in the fancy eternity, not in no budget, you know, run down sale bin eternity. I want the fancy bougie version. <laughs> I hope you guys had an amazing week, man. Um, I'm going to be back next week with my 8554 truth answers for you guys. I, I, we're just going to do the whole conversation. I'm just going to call them and, and record it and have you guys listen in and see if we can get some perspective on where I'm going to stay forever. It's definitely not going to be my mom's house. That bitch has already turned my bedroom into a boxed wine museum. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mom. I don't mean to call you a bitch. You're a lovely woman. I take it back. You're a beautiful woman and I love you. Please don't take me out of the will. I love you guys. I hope you're doing well and uh, tune in next week. And I hope you enjoyed my new intro for Sharp Tongue. Thank you, Ryan, again at the Tinfoil Hat Podcast and Sam Tripoli. You guys are amazing. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to put the one for Hilarious together. And I feel very, very fortunate to have such amazing people and talented people in my life. All right, y'all, I'm going to finish this marijuana beer and eat a grilled cheese and watch the great outdoors. Live in my truth. You better live yours. Life is short and eternity is forever. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.